Sunday morning, I was able to start speaking on Psalm 23. I'm always thankful for the opportunity to preach God's Word. That's what He's called me to do. Um, kind of studied this differently than I have studied previously. And the Lord blessed in return. And so we we didn't get to finish Sunday, so I'm going to try to hit on what we already hit on Sunday and then finish the rest. So on Sunday morning, we spoke of the first three verses, about three and a half verses. I think we got to verse four. But starting off, it said, The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. Um, and so I just broke it down of the Lord is my shepherd. Uh, again, there can be only one shepherd. Um, and I gave the example of being blindfolded and not listening to multiple voices, but only listening to one voice, that being the Lord, the sh one true shepherd. Uh, the shepherd has a special bond with his sheep. And what greater bond can someone have than to die on the cross for your sins? Uh, if someone is willing to die for you, not only willing, but they actually did die for you, uh, that shows a deep love for you. Uh, it shows a deep bind that they have. Uh, the shepherd takes care of his sheep. Uh, Jesus did not only create us, he does not only love us, but he takes care of us. Even when we're maybe trying to push him away, he is there for us and he is waiting for us to return to him. He loves us and he wants to take care of our needs. The shepherd knows better than the sheep. Uh, that's something that I'm constantly having to be reminded of. Uh, even if you don't maybe outright say that, you don't say the phrase, I know better than God. Uh, that I, That's what your actions sometimes speak, is God's telling you to do one thing, and you're wanting to do another. And you're thinking to yourself, oh, I'm just choosing this choice because it's what I want to do. But what you're really saying is, I'm choosing this choice over God's choice. I'm choosing my will over God's will. I'm I know better than God. That is what you're saying when you make those choices. And so God knows better than we do. The shepherd knows better than the sheep. The sheep are dumb creatures, and we too are dumb creatures. We are his creation, and He is our Creator, and we can know no better than the Creator. The Creator knows all. He knows even the He knows the number of the stars in the sky. He knows the number of the grains of sand on this earth. He knows the number of hairs on our head. He knows so much more about us than we even know about ourselves. And so, how can we? How can we claim to know more than he than he knows? The shepherd knows better than the sheep. He maketh me to lie down in green pastures. The shepherd gives rest to his sheep. Oftentimes in this world, you're going to face struggles. You're going to face hardships. Uh, you think about Job, who had so much go wrong in his life. You think about uh, Paul, who had... So much wrong that went in his life, being shipwrecked and beaten and stoned and just so many things thrown in prison. So many things that happened to Paul, but Paul 
to what I know, Paul did not have any complaints because Paul found rest in the Lord. And just as Paul was able to find rest in the Lord, the Lord isn't just there for Paul. The Lord's there for us. And the Lord will give you rest if you seek Him. He'll give you rest that you cannot find anywhere else. You you can seek the things of this world and they will not give you rest. Rather, they will keep you awake. They will keep you... Uh, they will drive you to be more and more tired, more and more weary, and they will cause you to keep wanting to go on this path that you're going on, this troublesome path that you're not supposed to be on. But when you finally come to that realization that I'm tired and I need sleep, and I can't get it here, I can't, I can't sleep where these where all these lights are on i can't sleep where all these noises are going on let me go and sleep in the peace and quiet of the lord jesus christ he's there and he and he even he just think of the angels and how how great their voices are and how quick they would be able to put you to sleep now the lord is even greater than the angels and so the Lord is able to give you rest because we need rest both physically and spiritually. We, we are creatures who need rest and He can give you rest. Uh, the shepherd has a purpose uh, about choosing the green pasture. The shepherd purposely chooses a green pasture where his sheep can gather to feed. A place where your sheep can lie down without any fear or disturbance. Uh, a place necessary for the well-being of his sheep. Jesus has a purpose for your life. You may not know what that purpose is yet. But I urge you to spend time in God's word. Spend time in prayer. Because you're not going to find out God's purpose for your life by reading um, the Lord of the Rings. You're not going to find God's purpose for your life by taking a, a math quiz or reading horoscopes or looking up in the sky. Um, you're not going to find God's purpose for your life anywhere else outside of God's Word and time and prayer. Uh, you say, I want to live for the Lord. Um, but are we really are we really desiring to live for the Lord if we're not putting forth that um, effort to seek His will? And the shepherd has a purpose for your life. Uh, God's purpose for my life is that he has called me to preach. And that's not my only purpose in life. Uh, I also have a purpose, just like we all do, to reach the lost, um, to reach those that I come in contact with at my workplace, um, in my home. My parents are saved. Amen. I'm thankful for that. Um but God has a purpose for my life and God has a purpose for your life. And I, it was a happy day when I found out that purpose. And I, I pray that all of y'all would come to know that joy in knowing the purpose that God has for your life. The shepherd leads his sheep to the water just as humans and we get tired and we get weary we also we get thirsty 
and we get dirty and these the things in this world they they cause us to become unclean and we need the Lord to take the water and put it upon us and wash us of our sin um, now I don't believe that you need to be saved multiple times when you are washed in the blood of Jesus Christ you're washed once and for all but there is a daily cleansing that we need from our sins because we are sinners by nature and so we are dirty by nature and we are in need to be cleansed and so there there is a cleansing effect in the water uh, Jesus is the living water but also water can be a something that we are able to drink when we thirst uh, thirst not after the things of this world thirst not after the riches of this world thirst not after the uh, fame of this world but rather thirst after the things of the Lord thirst after uh, God's word thirst after uh, what God would have for your life thirst after the path that he has set before you and thirst and thirst and continue to thirst that is what will happen if you seek after this world you will continue to be thirsty but when you go to the Lord he gives you that everlasting water that that water that he told the woman at the well about that water that can satisfy only Jesus can satisfy I have sought out many things in my life and maybe you too one day will seek out other things I pray that you don't I pray that you would stay grounded in the Lord and know that he is he is enough he is the only thing that can be enough the only one I sought after things and it was not enough it will cause you to continue wanting more the Lord does not desire for you to continue living in sin the Lord wants to help you the Lord wants to quench that thirst in your life you don't have to continue thirsting the devil might tell you that you do the devil wants you to stay thirsty because the more that you stay thirsty the longer that you're staying away from the Lord the more he has a hold of you but but I'm thankful that the Lord he he can he can take your thirst and he can quench it the shepherd leads his sheep to the water the shepherd tends to his sheep uh, the shepherd tends to his sheep uh, again talking about that water and washing the sheep uh, and cleaning and mending our wounds this this world can it can really attack us even when you're going on the right path and you're doing all the right things and then all of a sudden wham this world just comes and knocks you in the face and you're like where did that come from but but Jesus is there and he's ready to pick you up 
and say, you are not alone. I am with you. And you got knocked down. Most likely you got some scrapes and bruises. And so he sits you down. He takes out the uh, the rubbing alcohol. He takes out the neosporin. And he, he does like a loving father. And he kisses your wound. And he gives you that band-aid. And he makes it better. And he he takes care of you because he is your father and he cares for you. Jesus tends to his sheep. Uh, verse 3, he restoreth my soul. The shepherd restores his sheep. Our soul needs daily restoration. I urge you not to go days. I urge you not to go weeks. I urge you not to go months without coming to the Lord in prayer and asking for forgiveness of your sins and spending time in prayer with Him. And you don't just have to come to Him to ask for forgiveness. You can come to Him just to talk. You can come to Him to be uh, give praise and to thank Him. The Lord desires to talk with us and we need that daily restoration. We need that restoration that only the shepherd can give. Uh, I'm thankful for uh, that the Lord does not leave us where we're at. Uh, thinking about the prodigal son, that he he went away from from his home. He went away from the father, and he went went uh, into a far country because he knew that the father would not approve of his actions. He knew he could not live that way while the father was still watching. And so he went away into a far country uh, to live a sinful life. But he found out that that sinful life was not enough. He found that his riches had gone away. He found out that his fortune and fame, it was not enough. He was still sad. He was still stuck in the mud. And he realized, what have I done? And he got so low in his life that he came back and he decided, I'm going to go back to the Father. And We have to get a point in our life where we say, I need to go back to the Father and I need to ask Him to restore me back into Him and to restore me back into His family so that I may be His child. We need that daily restoration. Uh, the shepherd restores his sheep. The shepherd leads his sheep down the right path. We have the path that we want to go on. And we have the path that the Lord wants us to go on. Sometimes we are, we are in tune with God enough that those paths are the same path. But more times than not, our flesh wants... Our flesh overtakes and our flesh says, I want to go down this path. And the Lord says, I want you to go down this path. And we have to make a choice. And the only choice is to choose the Lord. The only choice is to choose His way, His path, His will for your life. The shepherd, the shepherd leads his sheep down the right path. If the sheep do not follow where the shepherd is telling them to go, then the sheep could go into a dark place. The sheep could go to a place where there's wolves waiting. The shepherd knows there's wolves over here. The shepherd knows 
There's briars over here. The shepherd knows this is a dangerous place. This is a dangerous path. And the sheep have to listen to the shepherd because the shepherd knows what the right path is. Jesus knows all and he knows what is right and he knows what is wrong and he knows what is best for your life. The shepherd the shepherd leads his sheep down the right path. The shepherd has a good name to keep. Um, a good name is kind of is kind of been lost in today's world. People don't take as much thought in what their word means and what their name means. People are willing to uh, go and act a fool. And not care how it makes their parents look. How it makes their family look. My last name is Glisten. And so whatever I do. Reflects the Glisten name. Um, and so. I ought to have respect. If for anything else. To have respect for my parents. And knowing that. When people see me acting a fool. And they say. What kind of person. Did his parents raise. Knowing good and well, my parents didn't raise me that way. The Lord is our Heavenly Father. And He has a name that is above every name. And when we go out into this world and we claim to be Christians and we're living just like the world and the world sees us for the hypocrites we are and say, what kind of father would let their children live that way? What kind of father raised you to live that way? When actually, our father did not raise us to live for this world. He has called us to be separated from this world, to be different from this world. Our father has a name that is higher than any name. And we ought to respect that name, respect that good name. In verse 4, Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, the sheep must go through valleys. The valley of the shadow of death, death is a place of scarcity, danger, pain, and the unknown. It's uncharted territory for the sheep, but not for the shepherd. The Lord is all-knowing. He has been down the path that He's taking you. And you may see this path and wonder, why is the Lord leading me this way? But you have to trust the Lord knows what's best for you. The Lord has gone this path before. He's seen you go down this path before. He would not lead you down this path without reason. The Lord has a reason for what He allows to go on in your life. And you may be in this valley in life right now and you're wondering, when am I going to get out? When am I going to get uh, to be uh, back on the mountain. When am I going to uh, get out of this rut I'm in? I just feel like I'm always in the valley. I'm always this low and I can't get away. But the Lord is with you and the Lord is leading you. And the shepherd uh, will take you through the valley. And you have to go through the valley. Mountains would not be mountains without valleys. Otherwise, it would just be a flat path. And you'd just be uh, on a really high but flat path. But mountains become mountains because of valleys. So you're going down into the valley 
and then you go back up into the mountain and then you go down in the valley. Um, I like roller coasters. That's kind of how roller coasters are. You go up and you go down. You go up and you go down. The Lord allows us to have things to happen in our lives. Um, most of the times, uh, it is to draw us closer to Him because when we, using the example of a parent, when you get hurt, who do you run to? You run to your parent. When we get hurt and we have these things happen in our life, we run. We ought to run to our Heavenly Father. Sometimes it, it, it's not necessarily um, that we've done anything wrong, but other times it is. Sometimes a valley happens as a lesson for you to learn from. Sometimes you've gotten so far away from God that He will use that valley to say, hey, you're going too far. Come back to me. And so the Lord will allow us to go through valleys. And we too must go through valleys, but we have to realize that we are not going through the valleys alone. The sheep need not fear. The sheep need not fear. Uh, I mentioned on Sunday that the Bible says about 365 times, do not fear. And I mentioned that when a parent says one time, hey, take out the trash. Uh, for most parents, one time is enough. And if you don't listen the first time, then you're going to be punished. Um, now, if they're gracious and they say to a second time, you better, you better make the most of that grace and go and take out the trash. Now, if they have to tell you a third time, you better wait until your dad gets home because you're, you're in trouble. But 365 times, the Lord says, do not fear. He is trying to get us to listen because we are sheep and we're distracted and we, we, see, we see the grass in front of us. We see the leaves. We, we see the other sheep around us. But the Lord is trying to get our attention. The shepherd is saying, do not fear. Do not fear. Don't be afraid. I am with you. Do not fear. Fear not. I am with you. The Lord is saying this over and over. And as His sheep, as His children, we do not have to be afraid. The devil wants you to be afraid. He wants you to think that he is powerful and that he can do something to you. But the devil has no power over the Lord. The Lord is our God and our Creator and our Father and our Savior and our Protector. And He is with us. And He will not allow the devil to harm us. The sheep need not fear. The sheep are never alone. I'm thankful that we don't have to go through this life alone. You think about those that are lost and all that they're going through. And they're going through this life alone. They're having to try to deal with their problems alone. And they're sad and they're miserable because they have no one to turn to. But we are saved and we have trusted Christ as our Savior. And we have a Father that we can turn to. And we are not alone. 
The sheep are comforted by the shepherd. Uh, he uses the rod and the staff. The rod uh, for discipline and the staff for direction. Because sometimes we wander away and he needs to get us back in line. And sometimes we're about to uh, go off a cliff and he needs to uh, say, I did that backwards. Sometimes we wander away and we've wandered away a lot of times that day. And so he hits us with the staff, with the uh, rod, and he uses the staff to bring us back in. Sometimes we start to wander and we go to go off a cliff and he uses the staff to keep us back in the fold. Sometimes it's for discipline. Sometimes it's for protection. Um, sometimes the discipline is our protection. And so the shepherd is comforting the sheep. The sheep are comforted by the shepherd. Alright. Uh, Thou preparest a table before me in the presence of mine enemies. The shepherd is prepared. The enemy cannot catch the shepherd off guard. Um, nothing that happens in this world, uh, nothing that happens in our life is new to the Lord. The Lord already knew that uh, that we would be here tonight. The Lord already knew that that thing was going to happen in your life. The Lord already knew that uh, your um, significant other was going to break up with you. The Lord already knew that you were going to pass that math test. The Lord already knew uh, that that person was going to be mean to you. Nothing is new to the Lord. And so the shepherd is prepared. And if the shepherd is prepared, then how joyful can we be as his sheep and knowing that there's nothing that can uh, that can do harm to me because my shepherd knows what will come in my path and my shepherd knows uh, what is going to take place and my shepherd will watch over me. The shepherd is prepared. Nothing that the devil says, nothing that the, li the great liar says, uh, nothing that he does can catch the Lord off guard. We don't have to be afraid of him. The enemy has no seat at the table. He, thou prepares the table before me in the presence of mine enemies. It's a table prepared for us, the saved, the children of God. That table is for his sheep. We are his children. We are his sheep. We are the saved. We are the church. The enemy does not have a seat at that table. Now we can take this in two ways. In seeing that the enemy does not have a seat at the table. The shepherd will not allow the enemy at our table. The shepherd will protect his sheep. And we can see it also as we need to be better witnesses in making other sheep. We need more people to realize that they need Christ so that they can be children of God, so that they can be His sheep, and so that they might have a seat at the table. The shepherd uh, anoints us. Uh, the anointing the head of sheep brings healing and relief from the pests and bugs that can drive the sheep crazy. Sheep, sheep have these little hooves. They don't have arms like we do that we can, if something gets in our hair, we can scratch it or something 
gets on our back and maybe we can reach it or get somebody else to. The sheep can't even ask another sheep back, can you get this? No, that, that sheep can't get, that sheep can't help itself, much less help you. Uh, and so we cannot get spiritual help uh, from lost people. We cannot get spiritual help uh, from other people that are having all these struggles. There, There is a time where we as sheep come together and we are strong in numbers, but there are things that go on in our life, things that uh, that only the shepherd can uh, heal us from, things that the shep- only the shepherd can help uh, cleanse us of. And so the shepherd anoints us. Um, there is no... Uh, there's no anointing water like the Catholics offer or um, anything like that, but uh, th- it is an anointing of the Lord. And the Lord, the shepherd anoints his children, his sheep. The shepherd gives the full treatment. I'm thankful that the Lord is not our Lord half the time. The Lord is not our Father half the time. And then he's out somewhere else doing whatever. But. He is a full-time father. He's a full-time friend. He's a full-time savior. He's a full-time Lord. He's a full-time shepherd. And I'm thankful that he does not give us a half treatment, but he gives you the full treatment. He makes sure that you're washed, that you're clean, and that you're ready for the next day. And he is with you and he wants you to walk with him. The shepherd gives the full treatment. He's careful to make sure that there is no part of the sheep that goes untreated. Lastly, surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life, and I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. The sheep will always know the goodness and mercy of the shepherd. The Lord is good, and I have seen his goodness in my life. The Lord is merciful, and I have seen his mercy in my life. And you too will come to know the goodness and mercy of the Lord if you just keep living for Him. And if you just keep living life, you will see the goodness of God in the blessings that He pours out upon you. And that's not uh, some type of prosperity gospel, but there are blessings that God will provide in your life. And then there will be times where you will need God's mercy and you will think, oh, what a terrible person I am. Oh, what a wretched sinner I am. But thanks be to God that He is merciful. And I am thankful that He is merciful. The shepherd is merciful to his sheep. The sheep have a home with the shepherd. If you have trusted Christ as your Savior, your home is not here on this earth. Your home is in heaven with our Father. And one day we will go home with Him. And we will be with Him forever. The sheep have a home with the shepherd. The enemy cannot take that away. The enemy cannot go to your home because that is not his home. His home is in hell and that is where he will be. And your home, if you are saved, is in heaven and that is where you will be. And he cannot go to where you are if you are with the Lord. And he cannot take you from your home because the Lord has sealed you. He's protected you. He has died for you. And once for all, His blood was enough. It is finished. And that is your home forever. And I am thankful for the Lord and His goodness. I'm thankful that we have a home. Let's close in prayer.